You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. Welcome to this 91 Investment Views 2022 podcast. With me is Wilfred Wee, who invests in Chinese bonds. Now, Wilfred, the last few months, the recent times have probably been quite volatile for you because of problems in the China property sector, which has affected corporate bonds. Has that corporate bond problem, whether it be short term, transitory or carrying on in the future, has it gone spread to other sectors of the bond market? For example, China government bonds. Hi. Indeed, we have seen a bit more volatility of late in Chinese headlines as well as assets. I think the developments in the corporate bond market, especially in the real estate segment, is a continuation of uh, what had started uh, earlier this year, whether it was uh, industrial policy on uh, internet platforms or even uh, this private tutoring sector. And I think in the context really is promoting equality, a bit more uh, social um, access uh, of housing for the uh, general population. And in that sense, I think going forward, we should expect property developers to deleverage, um, to be a little bit more utility-like. And so far, we have seen the problems there very concentrated, really, in the double B and single B rated players. When it comes to the big cap, large players, in fact, they are going to be net winners in this transition. In many ways, you know, the stresses in the property market are very isolated. Uh, We are still seeing spreads fairly contained, in fact, on the tight end uh, in other parts of investment grade China. uh, And the government bonds themselves are pretty much doing their own thing, um, being fairly anchored given uh, the um, range-bound growth and inflation outlook. 2022 is just around the corner, Wilfred. And, of course, everyone will be giving their predictions as to what they see. What are you seeing? What do you expect? What are the risks and the opportunities in your asset class? Yeah, indeed, I think 2022 will be a somewhat of a continuation of what we have seen this year. And if I can sum it up, uh, it's really about courage and confidence coming together and coming together even more. And when I say courage, you know, I'm, look, I'm thinking of how China has managed to cope with um, the crisis um, and had pursued very conventional monetary policy. You know, it has had the courage to correct excesses in the financial sector in terms of deleveraging. We are seeing them continue to do that. Um, they've come down on big tech in terms of privacy concerns and also on the uh, highly intensive carbon sectors. But going forward, you know, I think this courage is going to be seen in terms of change and change in, in three main aspects, really, in the economy in terms of equality and also the environment. And there I'm thinking, you know, in, in the economy, it's continued moving up the value chain, uh, pursuing self-reliance in areas of key technology. Uh, in the area of equality, it's about giving access to individuals, the middle segment of the social strata, access to housing and more opportunity. And of course, on the environment, you know, there will be continued change in uh, moving away from carbon intensive industries towards new economy and greener technology. And, you know, when I think of this courage, you know, it then is manifested in some form of confidence in the sense that, you know, the domestic consumption, domestic services, also, you know, having a bit of a boost, we're seeing a big move towards self-sufficiency. And also in terms of capital expenditure, you know, on investment side, private investments are also picking up. Um, FDI is, is also fairly strong so far. And, uh, you know, I think, you know, when we see the year ahead, really, it's these, these themes of, you know, courage and confidence coming together. Um, but, you know, the risk, the risk really is that, um, you know, as they come together, there's a risk that they collide. And by that, I mean, you know, if there's a uh, miscommunication 
or if there's any clumsiness in uh, the relaying of policy, then the markets can get a little bit nervous, as we have seen actually in the last couple of months. But I think that really is the risk, and it's up to policymakers to clarify what they intend for the market. I do sense an underlying feeling of optimism from you. Just uh, briefly in the last minute or so, please, Wilfred, let us into your portfolio positioning, please. Yeah, I think, you know, the opportunities are many, you know, it's all around. We are looking at the onshore um, CNY bond market, that's $20 trillion. And we're looking at the offshore US dollar bond market, that's about $800 billion worth. Right now, the opportunity would appear to be in high yield space, especially given the uh, challenges in the real estate sector. But again, I think the uh, outlook is uh, fairly uh, sanguine, especially if you are up in the credit spectrum. In time, I think uh, the offshore USD IG investment grade space will be interesting as US interest rates go higher. But really, it's the onshore bond market that is truly exciting, right? Because it's so diversifying, it's so different from other assets. China is, after all, the largest official creditor in the world, and that its bond market behaves a lot more like a developed market and not your typical emerging market. So I think the mainstreaming, the mainstreaming of the China bond market is here to stay. And with inclusion to major indices, already we have seen $350 billion entered the onshore China market since 2019. I think this trend is here to come. Wilfred, thanks so much for your insight. That's Wilfred Wee from 91 who invests in Chinese bonds. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.